Hello, everyone, and welcome back to One Half Podcast. I am Fire Princess Lily, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend, World Eater Viv. How you doing, Viv? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So it's 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 been two weeks. I think we've moved from a weekly schedule, or at least attempting a weekly schedule, to doing it every other week. I think that's just working a little better. Yeah, like, I think so. Less pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so this is episode 13. It is episode 13. But, but before we get into it, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been sewing. Sewing? Yeah. Nice. Anything in particular or just like getting those skills up? I've been uh, starting to make a purse. Nice. I mean, you know, that's good. Yeah. Um, any plans for like selling purses or just you want to make like your own purse? I just want a, a purse Makes for sense. me. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I have mostly been, of course, working. I uh, started playing Final Fantasy X 2 on the Switch because they have it for the Switch. And I uh, have that's to... the gay one, right? Oh, that's the real gay one. Um, okay. With with the dress fears and and stuff, three girl protagonists. Although uh, in the remastered version, because it's the version they released in Japan, uh, you can actually add monsters and stuff to your team if you want to. Like, I, oh. I don't want to, but you know. Yeah, I need to get a new PS3 controller so I can play my five PS3 games again. One of which is uh, Final Fantasy X and X2. Nice, very cool. Uh, I actually have to restart after 11 hours of of playing the game. Because the game has a bad habit of not telling you when you're going to be railroaded into unskippable story. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go do all the little side quests. And then, you know, uh, the main... The main story after I'm done with all the little side quests, but no, uh, you accidentally, I accidentally, um, I I messed that up. And that means I've missed stuff, which means I can't get the mascot dress spheres and... Oh no! Yeah, so I have to restart. (laughs) Rip. Rip. That's why you should make multiple saves. Oh, absolutely, but my multiple saves tend to be within, like, you know, minutes of each other, so I don't think it would help me. Uh, too much. <laughs> Just keep a backup save for at least a whole hour. Uh, yeah, before I like do stuff, I suppose. Then I can go back and be like, well, let's not do that yet. Um, other than that, I got back into Second Life, which since we've mentioned multiple times on this podcast that this is not for children, I think I can mention Second Life without ruining my brand. <laughs> yeah. Second Life, not for children. Not for children. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this podcast and you have children, and one of them mentions Second Life, it's time to intervene. Yeah. Are, are there family-friendly places on Second Life? Yes, there are. Are there a lot more adult-oriented places that you can easily access through lying? Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, parents, if you're out there, um, Second Life. Not for kids. Uh, if my fiance's parents are any indication, it's for parents. 
Did they meet through uh, the second life or something? No, they couldn't have. No, no, they're, they're way too no, that, no. that would be weird. Okay, wait. That would be that would be ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, I met my wife through Second Life, so I mean. But you are the parents yeah, of I'm, someone your age. That is true. That is that is very true. Um, they time traveled. That's what that's what happened. <laughs> I don't know why I asked a dumb question like that, but I sure did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, since I just, like, messed up, what, what's a, a topic change? Hey, uh, do we want to talk about Ranma? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Ranma. That's cool. why we're here. That's why we're here. So uh, today, or yesterday, or, well, today, too, uh, we watched A Tear in a Delinquent Girl's Eye, the end of the Martial Arts Rhythmic Gymnastics Challenge, which I don't even know if I'm going to be able to fit that title anywhere. I, this is my recap. It's so long. 13. <laughs> Let's see. Episode I'm 13, gonna... the 13th episode. <sighs> but, um... This one actually t- picks up right where the last one left off. We're in the middle of the ring. Uh, which, I mean, I kind of thought this would have somewhat have happened last episode, or at least like a break in the middle of it, but no. They decided to do all the fighting one episode, which I also still appreciate. Yes. So, so we're right where the last episode ended. They're starting each other down. Rama has been uh, chained to Ryoga. Um, and... It's great, and so Rama's like, "Hey, Pichan, don't be a stupid pig." Yeah, yeah, don't be an asshole. Please don't be an yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ryoga's got other ideas, which we will soon see. As uh, because Rama says to Kadachi, "Hey, you know what? I don't like hurting girls, so you can like still back out of this. You can leave in one piece, and like tries to uh-huh. smack her with the ribbon." Uh, Kadachi evades because she's been doing this forever and Rama's an amateur at Mm -hmm. uh, rhythmic gymnastics gymnastics. (laughs) and then uh, when but not just normal rhythmic gymnastics we've been shortening it to just rhythmic gymnastics but it's martial arts rhythmic gymnastics it's it's a whole thing (laughs) Um, but Kodachi's like yeah thanks for you know looking out for me but I think I'll be fine Rama gets distracted and Ryoga immediately, immediately wraps Rama up in the chain that they're connected by. Yeah, because he's an asshole. Because he's kind of a dick. I mean, I do like Ryoga, <laughs> but mm, let's be real. So, yeah, so Rama we is were totally uh, bound, and this gives... Mm-hmm. Kodachi a chance to strike with what appears to be a uh, a rope, a length of a length of rope. That she, and then the... she's using it in such a way that the the announcer is like, "Wow, look how she uses it! It's almost like it's a steel bar." And then it turns out it was, and the Kanye's like, "Hey, isn't that cheating? That's gonna be cheating, right?" And the ref's like, mm, mm. "Technically, she is not using her." Her hands or her feet to hit. That would be illegal. But uh, nope, Silvar, okay. Yeah, let's see. What was the quote? Uh, well, the quote is, uh, she's using a tool, not illegal, something like that. Yeah, it's legal as long as she uses a tool. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which, I guess, that explains the uh, <laughs> missiles from last episode. And the ball bombs from this episode. <laughs> there. Yeah. She's not using her hands or her feet to, like, kick. So, this is all cool. <laughs> Tragic news, my vape battery is dead. Oh, that is tragic. I'm so sorry. Gonna have to charge it and be vapeless this whole episode. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so Kadachi then pulls out uh, some batons, some juggling batons, yeah. and is like trying to hit Rama with a. Rama is dodging as best as she can while she's still kind of chained up. And. Except- these batons have spikes. <laughs> they have spikes. And Akane looks at the ref like, come on. They have spikes. She's like, mm, still a tool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh... yeah, and then Kodachi is like, she's only fighting for Ranma's sake. Her beloved Ranma. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, she starts just jabbering on about like how, Ranma. Yeah, how much she loves Ranma. And Ranma is like, okay, look. The, that's not going to happen. You're never going to date Ranma. And she uh, grabs Ryoga between her feet and uses him to kick Kodachi. And that's cool too, apparently, because uh, pigs are pigs are tools. This whole thing is real weird. So yeah, so Rama hits uh, Kodachi with Ryoga, which stuns both Ryoga and Kodachi, giving yes. Rama a chance to untangle herself. Mm-hmm. And the announcer's like, yep, pigs are totally legal weapons. <laughs> yeah. And Kodachi's like, who said anything about dating you? Right, yeah. Like, that's what Rama said. She was like, you can't date me. And so Kodachi's like, I don't I don't want to date you. I want to date Ranma. Or the male Ranma. <laughs> and yeah. so Rama says, fine, okay. But if you lose this match, you have to give up on Ranma. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. And so and at this point, Rama is just swinging Ryoga around like like a flail. It's real good. I like it a lot. That's what I would do if I had a Ryoga. I mean, that's. I'm surprised she didn't like start doing that sooner. Like that would be my first <laughs> my first thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kadachi demands to know, you know, what is Ranma to Ranma? What are they to each other? After she gets hit in the head with with with, uh, with the pig, <laughs> and then Ranma's like, Ranma and I are one mind, one body. Which I mean, gosh, I've seen a lot of anime, and I knew exactly how that was gonna <laughs> turn out. Jeez. Um, because both the Kunos, both Kodachi and her older brother Kuno, whose first name I don't know other than Kuno. Um, he's just Kuno. He's just Kuno. Uh, they both come in, he comes into the ring, and they both just like, are like, right up on her, like, what do you mean by that? What do you, what do you mean you're of one mind and one body? Like, oh my gosh. 
are are you, are you dating? Have you? It's like a whole the whole thing. It's ridiculous. People never take Rama literally. <laughs> they take him so literally. That's the problem. No, but like if if I were to think that phrase, I would mean it literally. Yeah, I have one body and one mind. Well, yeah. And... But if uh, if you are presumed to be two people, even though you're one person, like if you had Rama's uh, curse, quote unquote curse, and you said to somebody that you were of one mind and one body, it would it would seem like maybe like it, as far as like anime terms go, a, a phrase like that. Well, we what? had some technical difficulties. <laughs> we did have some technical difficulties. <laughs> and then we fixed those technical difficulties. And I thought I unpaused from uh, our recording. And I didn't. I apparently, And we got so far. We got so far into the episode just explaining it. And then I looked to see how long we had been going. And it was like, oh, you're still paused. So um, we're pretty sure. And I'm so sorry to everybody listening. We're pretty sure we were just talking about Rama using... Uh, Pichon as a weapon. Flail. As a, uh, no, as a uh, she uses Pichon to kick. Oh, the kick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, that's where oh. we are. We're way at the beginning. We're way at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she uses uh, Pichon to kick Kadachi. And, and Kadachi and Pichon are stunned, which lets Ranma escape. catch her footing. Yep. And the referee is like, hey, yep, pigs are totally weapons because, yep. <laughs> I mean, you know what? If if the rule is going to work one way for Kadachi, I'm glad it's also working one way for Rama, I guess. <laughs> right. And Kadachi's like, why would I want to date you? I only want to date the boy Rama. Yeah. I... <coughs> Excuse me. It's okay. Uh, yeah, Kadachi's like, you're you're delirious if you think I want to date you. I just want to date Rama. That Rama's like, fine, okay, whatever. But if you lose this match, you have to give up on Rama. Have to. <laughs> yeah, she's never going to give up on she's Rama. She's never going to give up on Rama. Um, Ra- uh, but Kadachi does agree, but she does demand to know uh, what, you know, what is uh, going on between the two Ramas. Right as she gets hit in the head by uh, Pichon, because Rama is now using Pichon. Swinging it like a flail. As a flail. Yes, it's it's good. I like it. Um, um, so Rama is like, <laughs> Rama we are of one body and one mind. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, this brings both Kunos into the ring, because they're like, what the fuck did you mean by that? Um as Viz was explained, she didn't understand like how anybody could like misinterpret that. Um, and that's called being autistic. Yeah, I mean, I know it's okay. <laughs> um, and then I explained this all happened while we were not recording. That um, in anime, when somebody says something like that, it means that uh, they are dating, or at worst, have had the sex. The sex. The sex. <laughs> and so Rama's doing her best to like try to like explain, but she just she just keeps making it worse. She does. Um. She does. She says it just happened. Like yeah. Like fate. Like 
fate. <laughs> that really makes Kodachi super mad. So she calls for her uh, hula hoop. Calls for her hoop. She's like, you're saying you're fated together? Give me my hula hoop. Which doesn't sound dangerous until she throws it. And it uh, strikes Kuno's boken and shreds it to bits. Yeah, cut like right in half. Uh, it's a razor hoop. And before Akane can say anything, the referee is like, yeah, that, that's illegal. That's legal. <laughs> <laughs> and Akane's like, damn it. Um, so Kuno is like thrown from the ring. From, by yeah, he's Kuno. outside. He's um, mm-hmm. Rama, however, is landed neatly in the ring. And Akane gives her two batons. So Rama's like, I'm going to have to beat some shit into you, uh, Kodachi. <laughs> yeah. Beat some sense into you, rather, uh, if you won't listen to reason. And so Rama and, is like using them like nunchucks. It's really cool. Some nunchuck. The crowd goes wild. The crowd does go wild. It actually does look really cool. It's very nicely animated. Um, as we're, we're all like... I mean, this might feel like we're kind of going through it fast, but we did just like go through it. So sorry. Yeah, everyone. sorry, <laughs> sorry. We are not going to record for twenty more minutes uh, to get back to where we were. Nope. Um. So Kadachi is like, "You think you're so good with batons?" And she's like, "Here's my special technique: a thousand attack of the thousand clubs." And the, and she's like attacking with what appears to be a mil- like a ton of clubs, and yeah. she actually is attacking with. A, a ton, ton of, of clubs. clubs. <laughs> so uh, Akane throws a ball up into the air, and Rama had like jumped up and, and spikes it, spikes it down right into uh, Kodachi's hand, and knocks out a bunch of clubs. Yeah, everybody's like, "Wow, she's so good!" It, she makes it look like she's using twenty clubs, and then the clubs get knocked out of her hands, and she's using twenty clubs. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lovely. It is lovely. At this point, Kadachi is like, all right, it's time to use my other special technique. And she starts grabbing stuff with, with her ribbons. with her ribbon and hurling it at Rama. From She like, grabs a, chair, a bell a, and a, a chair. The announcer bell. And so Rama has been uses Pichon like a shield. Mm-hmm. Pichon does not like that. And then Rama decides, you know what? I can do that too. And so... Rama grabs the desk and throws it up in the air <laughs> like a WWE wrestling match on steroids. Absolutely. Uh, Kadachi grabs Kuno and throws <laughs> Kuno into the into the table. It's real good. <laughs> this is when Genma wakes up. Yes, we're back at Genma. We smash cut to the visitor changing room. Uh, Genma wakes up and he's like, and he's looking around. Nobody's there, so he decides to head over to the gymnasium with a hot kettle of water. And, and tea stuff. Some tea stuff, but like, he's probably not going to have that tea. <laughs> probably not. Um, while he's walking over there, we get to hear uh, what's happening in the battle. We don't get to see it. Uh, the announcer is just like, Gimma's just listening to the announcer as he walks over to the gymnasium. Uh, apparently, Kodachi okay. has an exploding ball technique. And the announcer yeah. is just saying it like it's like totally normal <laughs> T- totally innocent totally innocent the announcer also says this is the most exciting match ever yeah usually most people just give up <laughs> but we do cut to back to the gymnasium and kidachi is using balls that explode there it's just as it sounded like right so 
Gemma sits down, and Kodachi is like, Ranma, you're very talented. Now, I, the real fight must start. And so they're throwing clubs at each other. They're darting past each other in the ring. It's very Dragon Ball Z. And they're mm-hmm. lashing at each other with ribbons. And then eventually the ribbons get tied into it, a knot. So they start doing a tug-of-war. They start doing a tug-of-war. And Rama just lets go. <laughs> and Kodachi goes flying back into the ropes. It's a fun shot. It is a fun shot. And we are back to where we were uh, before. We oh, yeah. It. Go uh, us. Go us. Um, so... Kodachi is like, you know what? You are like a cockroach. And the best way to deal with the cockroach, she grabs the water pot using the ribbon and she pulls it and she's like, you use boiling water. <laughs> so Rama and Pichan are ha- also Akane. Yeah. Start to panic. Because, uh-oh, hot water. Oh, uh, no. Rama's really upset because she doesn't want to be seen as a boy in a leotard. Not a pink leotard. Oh, no. Oh no! And uh, <laughs> Pichan doesn't want the jig to be up. Doesn't want the jig to be up. He wants to be Pichan. He doesn't want to be a naked Ryoga. <laughs> yeah. So, Kadachi's trying to use the water from above. Rama is dodging, and eventually okay. Rama just jumps up. And at about this time, Akane slips off. Yeah, she like she's like, okay, I, I kind of know what's going to happen. It's time to do something about this. So, um. Rama springs up, and Kadachi's like, that was exactly what I wanted you to do. And so she tosses the uh, kettle up and uses the ribbon to cut it in half, which is Whoosh. really and, scary. And it lets out a burst of steam, a big old cloud of it. Just like hot, steamy water. Or and hot, then we, watery steam. Anyway. And so we get a shot of... Boy Ranma in the leotard and naked Ryoga in a dense cloud of steam. Yeah, nobody can see them. And b- but before it can dissipate, they are hit with a, sh- with a hard stream of cold water from a fire hose because Akane is on that shit. She's on top of it. She is. is. And so we get she... a cool scene of... We don't actually see them change back. You just see them like in their pig and girl forms in the water. But we do yeah. get a cool scene of Ranma swimming through the stream of water because it's mm-hmm. it's anime physics. So Kadachi says, "Hey, stop cheating. You can't use your second to help you." Yeah. And throws the razor hoop and cuts the stream of water in half. Yeah, that's real weird, but it works. But at that point, Rama is above the ring and uh, lands right back into the ring. Um, and Rama and Pichan are real tired. Are real tired, real soaked. And I think this is where uh, we cut to... We get a really weird cut to just like a dark room. Oh, not quite yet. Not quite yet? Is that not it? Cause I, I yeah, first, first, uh, first Kodachi's like... Why are you trying to steal my Ranma? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Ranma's like, Your darling Ranma is not your property. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Ranma ducks, uh, uh, so Kadachi swings with the spike club, and Ranma 
jo- dodges and grabs Kodachi's arm and hurls her out of the ring. Is that when we get the smash cut? Yeah. Okay, so we get a smash cut to like a, a dark room, and a bunch of girls are just hanging out in it, eating snacks, telling rumors. It's it's real weird, in my opinion. And I I like it like took me totally out of the anime completely because I was like, what? Yeah. Is this? It was, it was so strange. I had to back up and rewatch the scene a few times. Be like, yeah, what is what, what just is happened? What's going on? Did they accidentally cut a different episode into this? This is bad. <laughs> but um, we cut back to Kadachi getting uh, thrown out of the ring. And she says, you can't knock me out of the ring. And then whistles. And, and then the <laughs> ring moves. The ring moves. And for a second, I was like, how did that happen? Then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Because not only have I figured it out, but Rama has figured it out. Yes, so Rama Whistles. just looks looks at her and is like, oh, oh. Yeah. whistles. I can't whistle. I wouldn't dare yeah, not try on. to whistle I on a mic. No, not on a podcast. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't either. But um, Rama whistles and the ring goes back to its original position. And that's when Rama uh, is destroys, like, destroys the mat. Just leaps down. Starts beating it up and then just pulls up everything, uh, revealing <laughs> the very girls that we had saw, seen in the dark room. Yeah, that's right. Who then scatter like cockroaches. <laughs> Do scatter like cockroaches. Uh, but that's right. Uh, Kadachi was using uh, another cheat <laughs> mm-hmm. to move the ring. Because, <laughs> of course. Um, so it's the only part of the ring left is the ropes. Yeah, is the ropes and the posts. So now it's down to balance. Now it's down to balance, which Kadachi Rama's is really good at. Rama's really good at, but Kadachi thinks she's better. She does throw her razor hoop because she's like, I can knock you down. This is where Rama mm-hmm. deflects with the shackle that's been holding her to Pichan. Freeing Rama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rama leaps up to go after Kadachi. Kadachi then counters by wrapping Rama up in a ribbon to send her flying out of the ring. (laughs) Rama manages to untangle herself and uses the ribbon as a grappling hook. Mm -hmm. And comes in and swings at Kadachi and Kadachi's like, hey, you don't have a tool. Yeah, you you can't touch me. You don't have a tool. And then Rama's like, a tool, just look under your feet, which is a weird one. <laughs> a weird thing to do. And then kicks the pole in half. Yep. Uh, Kadachi does fall to the ground, and Rama uses both halves of the pole to, like, balance and keep from yeah. falling. And Rama is declared the winner. Everybody's like, oh my god, the undefeated Kadachi has lost. Uh... <laughs> and then Kodachi's like, I guess I'll abandon my affections for my sweet, sweet Rama. Yeah, I'll abandon my current affections for Rama. It's it's right there. It's that word current. Yeah. That really tells you all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cut to Rama and Ryoga in the bath. And Rama is like, look, I could have ended that a lot sooner if you hadn't, like, interfered. That was and Ryoga's like... like 
this was my opportunity to break y'all up. Yeah, like, <laughs> my guy, they are barely together. Like, so, and the thin is the shred. Akane calls out to Pichan, so uh, Ryoga grabs the shower head and sprays himself down gets... with cold water. And then Rama quickly throws on some shorts and <laughs> just chases after Pichan. Mm hmm. Right into Akane's room. As Akane is like just sitting there in like her negligee. Is like what I yeah. believe that is. Her nightdress. Her nightdress. And which of course uh leads to Akane slapping the crap out of Rama. Mm-hmm. So Rama so is Ra Oh I'm sorry. Rama's out at the pond sulking. You know, like Rama does. Like Rama do. Right next to the big cold water where he always hangs out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> And that's when Kuno shows up with a big bouquet of red roses. Mm-hmm. And... and Kuno's like, hey, could you please deliver these to the pigtail girl so that I... One day she'll be mine, oh. basically. Yes. And Rama's like, what the, what the fuck? Um, and Rama tries to go... Yeah, to stop Kuno. Uh, fight Kuno. But slips. Slips into the pond. Then as she climbs back out, now girl Rama. Holding uh, a bunch of roses a already. A bunch of roses already. Kodachi shows up to deliver black roses. And saying to give it to boy Rama. Mm -hmm. And Rama's like, hey, you said you were going to abandon, you know, Rama. She's like, yes, I did abandon my present uh, affections. But now I have new entirely brand new passions it's like oh no <laughs> and so rama's like oh what did i do to deserve this and that's how the episode ends yeah we did it so we uh we did it we we did it twice we did it we did it we did most of it twice most of it twice um, so we got questions we do have questions we have questions we have Technically three questions, but from two people. So let's let's start off with our let's first. So let's start off with Zoe. So from at Monsanto o Monsanto Obama, Monsanto. Love anyway, you, babe. Uh, Zoe asks first, who would win in a fight, Ginma or Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho? Um, well, <clears throat> Ginma's really strong. Ginma's really strong. Really skilled. Ginma taught Rama everything right now. Everything. And as much as I love Kuwabara, as scrappy as Kuwabara is, and as much as I love his big dumb face, he, <laughs> he is not not great at fighting. I mean, by the end of the uh, series, he is as strong as an A-class apparition, which, so I guess if he got, you know, one hit, if he could just get one hit in on Ginma, it would be over. But uh, getting in that one hit... <laughs> would be would be the problem right like uh, he Gimma's real slippery for a panda yeah Gimma's super slippery <laughs> <coughs> but yeah I think Gimma would win I think Gimma would win I think it's a matter of skill over uh, over strength yeah because Kuobar definitely has the edge in strength I'll never that, that's just true um the second part of their question is, what is the best bottle to use as a weapon in a fight? A metal one. Yes, we both uh, agree it, a metal one. You were saying... Uh, a metal one. Uh, full of liquid. And in a sock, because you could use it as a flail. 
Where well, are you okay. getting a big enough sock? Um, gym socks. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. I just just right. really any bottle full of liquid, honestly. Yeah. Any bottle that's full of liquid is heavy, but I have a bottle that can hold 64 ounces of liquid, so that one's really heavy. Yeah, and you said it has, like, a swivel handle, right? Yeah, it's got a, sw a swiveling handle, and it's made of metal. It, yeah, that is perfect for beating the crap out of anybody. Yeah. Our third question comes from Amy at Swayzo Beam. Um... Who's the best rival, Shampoo or Pigman, whose name I can't remember? She means Ryoga. Um, so Where was this question? I don't see it. Oh, I I, uh, I reblogged the question post saying, hey, we're still accepting questions. And they responded okay. under that. So Ah, cool. Yeah, so they said, who's the best rival, Shampoo or Pigman, whose name I can't remember? They do mean Ryoga. And so to answer this, um, we have not Who's... met Shampoo yet. Yeah, who is Shampoo? Uh, she's a girl, and she... I don't know if she's... Okay, because fi we find out eventually that Gidma has promised Rama's hand in marriage to a bunch of people. So I don't know if Shampoo is one of those people that got pro like her family got promised, or if she just like met uh, Rama and Gidma in China and fell in love with uh, Rama. But she does show up in the series uh, trying to like steal Rama's affections. She's really cute. Like, she's got, like, a whole, like, uh, pigtail, long hair situation going on. It's real good. Aw, nice. Um, so, we, I don't know. We don't know a lot about shampoo. Or at least I don't. Um, so, I really, I don't think I can answer this question other than, like, my own personal biases is that shampoo, shampoo is cute. And I, I appreciate that a whole lot. So, I think that my right makes her better. <laughs> if She's cute, then I'll go with that. But uh, Rama's a pretty decent, or Ryoga's a pretty decent rival. Yeah, Ryoga's good. We like Ryoga. I mean, he can be yeah. kind of a dick, but, you know. That's the point. That's the point. And with that, um, I think we are done. Woo! <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, We've been fans. here. We've only been here an hour. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm so sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> It's okay. Um, hey, Viv. Where yeah. can people find you online if they want to talk about, like, you know, anything, including Rama One Half? Uh, you could go to World Eater Viv on uh, Twitter, or you could go to World Eater Art on Instagram. Yeah, you should. Or oh. you could s write a letter and then bury it under your favorite tree. Uh <laughs> And then in five years, unbury it and then tweet it at me. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you do. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that'll be enough time for my spirit to handle it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you can find me, as always, on Twitter at DatFirePrincess. That's spelled D-A-T. You can also find me... Uh, in the many things that I do uh, on YouTube at uh, Fire Princess Reviews. Also, my Yuri podcast is finally coming back. I have a partner to do that with. I'm very excited. I'm starting a new podcast tomorrow <laughs> uh, after recording this. Uh, that's all about studio trigger properties. 
Then on Monday, I'm starting another new podcast that's all about Ben 10. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm have, sick in the head. <laughs> have you and Zoe talked about uh, your country music podcast yet? Zoe is going to get a uh, USB mic first, and then we are going to set a day and actually do that. So I can't wait for that one. I'm very excited to do that podcast at all. I yeah, was, I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be good, I think. Um, I'm going to dunk on Toby Keith a whole lot. <laughs> good. Just a ton. Um, but hey, if there are places you would like to listen to this podcast other than YouTube, you can find us at abnormalmapping.com slash one half podcast, uh, where we get updated every time we do an episode and they're just, they're gracious to host us for free. So you should definitely check them out and, you know, send them some money to their Patreon at, uh, abnormal matrian, abnormal ma- mapping at patreon.com. <laughs> we'll no get it first try eventually. Eventually we'll get it right. But hey, I didn't I didn't announce the wrong uh, podcast host this time. So you know, baby steps, baby steps, <laughs> baby steps. Um, but yeah, they have a bunch of great shows, uh, including this one. Um, I I particularly like um, the Amory score, which is why I know so much about Coheed and Cambria, which I kind of resent, but I did it to myself. So, uh, but until next time, everybody. Be girl. Be girl. <laughs> Bye. Be girl. Be girl.